What is up, my friends, and welcome back to the Vegas Confessions Podcast. This is episode 115. I'm your host, Jay, alongside my beautiful co-host, Kelly. And boy, do we have some fun shit to talk about. We just got back from another trip. I just took two back-to-back trips. I even got pulled over on the way back and how I got (laughs) let go because of Las Vegas. Right now on the Vegas Confessions Podcast. Let's go. Hey there, everyone. This is Matt Bridget, and you are listening to the Vegas Confessions Podcast. Didn't we go to my favorite dive bar before that? We went yeah. to Double Down. Double Down Saloon. Yeah, we had some ash juice. I am all about asking. Yeah, baby. I need to go check that room. There's like a dead guy in the in the bed. And the, the lady at the counter says, well, we'll call housekeeping. What's housekeeping? Jay's never met an asshole he didn't like. <laughs> Shout out to the guy at third base at the blackjack table I was at last, who was obviously trying to keep a high-low count, but was mouthing the numbers as the cards were being turned over. Be careful what you say, because we can have you whacked. Hey, I'm Nicky Furnish, and you're listening to the Vegas Confessions Podcast. So before we jump into anything, we do have to give some Patreon shout-outs, especially to reoccurring member Jana. And our newest member, Johnny. Welcome, folks, and thank you. And on top of that, our regular members. We have Graham from the Chef Demoni podcast, David Sowell, Joshua Palmer, Rick D., Scott and Lisa Wingfield, Scott Jarvis, Taylor from New Mexico, Michael Traeger from the Zorkcast podcast, Travis Atherton, Neil Macedo, Bobby G., Michael Cunningham, Renee Hill and our old buddy Saul. Thank you guys so much. So we've been gone for a little while and there's been some interesting things that have happened since we've been gone. Like the guy who threw a bunch of stuff out at Caesars and broke the window out, right? Yeah. He got arrested and stuff and people are like, what an idiot. I was thinking in the top of my head is they should make that motherfucker clean it up. Like it's hot as hell outside. It was 116 that day and he goes on this rant and gets all drugged out, starts throwing stuff out of the window, making a scene. They had to evacuate the guest in the pool area. I think I read like over $50,000 in damages. And at first I was like, how can you do that much damage to one? room but then they showed pictures of the inside of the room and it was demolished i mean everything was smashed to pieces i mean lamps mirrors you name it things pulled off the wall so i mean yeah i guess it can be he was on one yes and what made it more interesting is there was a girl that was with them and at first they said she was hostage but then it came out that she was his girlfriend and he just kind of went nuts yeah went off the wall crazy that's what drugs will do though because they said he was on meth or something he was on something so another one i found interesting did you see circa just installed the sports gambling hall of fame in their sports book towards the bottom I read about it. I didn't get to see it. Yeah, I saw Um, some photos and videos on Twitter, and this thing looks pretty cool. So, again, you have the ones with the craps uh, players who have the longest rolls. That's down at, like, the cow, right? Yeah. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. And now Circa to bring this in, I thought that was pretty neat. Yeah, and it's always something new to invite guests down. And that corner wasn't really utilized. No, that's kind of where it's a good use on the wall. It's a good use of that that corner of the area. Yeah, 100%. So let's talk about another one, the new NFL slot machines coming to town. Right. So they're supposed to hit the gambling floors by the start of the season, which is in the next month. Right. So 
I brought it up on Twitter, like, hey, do you guys think this is going to be popular? Because that carnival jackpot game, remember, every casino we've stepped foot in, it's everywhere. Right. And we've talked about this before, but but with this new NFL slot machine, do we think it's going to be as popular as some of these other slots? Because it is the NFL and people can choose their favorite teams, right? So there's that aspect to it. So what do you think? I'm always down to try a new game. You know that. No, 100%. Yeah. <laughs> um, I I really think it'll be popular just because there's so many people that go to Vegas for sports, yeah, 100%. too. Yeah. And it's something new, and it's something that's a novelty. You have Frankenstein. You have, you know, Godzilla. You have Game yeah. of Thrones. Anything that you, somebody can personalize themselves with, they're going to try. Yeah. And, you know, talking about the carnival. Jackpot, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It is, like you said, in every single casino we went to. Everywhere. We yeah. haven't had great, great luck no, with it. No, But it's interesting. It's fun, so yeah. So if, if it does any anywhere close to as well as those have been, been doing, it'll go off with, it, with yeah, a bang. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Speaking of new slot machines, you didn't dig the new Frankenstein slot machine too much. You know, and I didn't, and it's for two principal reasons. It didn't give a whole lot of bonuses. Yeah. And when it did give a bonus, they were not... Um, lucrative yeah that's the word yeah, i'm looking for yeah, lucrative, yeah. <laughs> at all no, and i get i it. mean and we have- i waited 20 minutes for a bonus and i think it was like eight dollars you know and we even went back at it to give it another try uh-huh. we did a video we did on a video it, so we on got it a video coming out we did another video of a new slot machine as well and it's funny low roller just released a video oh, yesterday he? on the actual and that one machine. was actually kind of fun yeah it was actually it was actually kind of fun, fun. So, and it reminded me a lot of the machines over in the non-smoking brian christopher right. slots area yeah that's what, kind of what that reminded me of but yeah so we got a couple of new videos coming out on that but let's talk about some stuff that happened on the first trip. Now, we're going to be right back with the second trip recap as we took our kids and did some family stuff. And again, how much did they love the Pinball Hall of Fame? Oh, they were ecstatic about that. And yeah. they didn't want to leave. Yeah. And they all went and did their own thing, you know, and had a great time. And they were involved and yeah. loved it. Just absolutely loved we it. We recapped a little bit of on the Patreon side, and we talked about how the first 20 minutes, I did not see anybody. <laughs> None of my family members. They were all in a different area. I was off playing Paperboy, doing my own thing. And if you know old school games, they're all there. Asteroids, Galaga, all them games, right? So it's a cool spot. Super cheap entertainment. The kids wanted to go back multiple times. Yeah. They really did. So let's talk about a new place I tried for the first time. And immediately when I tried this food, I had regret. I regret not trying this place a long time ago. And I'm talking about Nacho Daddy downtown. This place, babe, I decided to get some shrimp nachos, spicy Cajun shrimp nachos, right? And there was a lady, a couple next to me, who were eating. And they had like some regular nachos with cheese and stuff. And so they saw what I ordered. And she was like, you're going to order shrimp on nachos? (laughs) I'm like... I'm like, yeah. And she's like, that's kind of weird, right? And I'm like, no, it sounds delicious to me. And I tried these nachos. They were so good. The bartender, I had a soda. She never let my drink get empty, halfway empty. This food was phenomenal. I left stuffed. And I, all I could keep thinking of myself is, damn, I can't believe I haven't been here a long time ago. And I, we have so many friends that and love And it gets a place. lot of good reviews, yeah. 100%. I don't know if I would have tried the shrimp. I'm, I could do right. the chicken right. or I can do the brisket or, right. you know, carne asada nachos. That's all fine. I'm not sure if I would mix shrimp with nachos. Okay, so interesting. I think we want, I want to hear feedback now from folks. <laughs> would you try spicy shrimp nachos it was really good everything went really well when i think of shrimp i don't think of chips and cheese i mean that's my 
my mental capacity is not. But would you eat shrimp tacos? Same premise. Breaded? Are they? Were, was it breaded does it shrimp? Naked yeah, to shrimp? me it does. Yeah, see, <laughs> shrimp me. tacos yeah. are shrimp tacos, right? Yeah, I know. So that's interesting. I'd love to hear you guys' feedback. You know, but Nacho Daddy nailed it. It yeah. was super delicious. Yes, I, I was really surprised by that place. Let's talk about a new show. We've talked a little bit about it on Patreon as well. Is it was funny to the both of us because we're already a little bit skeptical about hypnotism, right? And mm-hmm. how it works. And hypnosis. Hypnosis, yeah. So there's this new show over at Harris called Hyprov, right? And, so, and the basic premise is there's one hip and then there's one improv comedian. Right. right? And this so, was on Julian's first trip in yes. the beginning of July when right. you went. Yes. And so what was really surprising to me is they basically invited anybody up on stage who wanted to go. Right. So me, my boss, George, his girlfriend, Leanne, and their friend, Marty, went. We get in. We sit down. They basically invite 20 people on stage who want to interact with the show and try to be a part of it. And so immediately, Leanne looks at me. She's like, let's go. I'm like, hell no, I'm not going. She looks at George, and she's like, come on. He's like, mm-mm. And so she looks at Marty, and Marty's like, come on, what are you waiting for? So they go up on stage, right? And now me and George are sitting there, and we're watching Leanne and Marty as they're going under. Now, it starts taking effect. Leanne is totally out and ends up becoming one of the main parts of the show. The whole hour, two hours we were there, right? He starts putting them in different scenarios and acting out plays and different stuff, right? And so, like, at one point, he protects, he's the deputy, he pretends he's the deputy sheriff in town and he know he needs his deputies with him to have his back and so there's one point where two people on stage and one of them was Leanne she's walking around with this fake gun in her hip and her dress and she's walking around ready to blast somebody right like it's <laughs> fucking hilarious they have him driving Leanne's driving a car slouched back in a chair she's throwing peace signs out the window to just random shit like hey I stole all of your guys's belly buttons and it's somewhere on stage you guys are gonna look for it so you had people on their all fours looking for their belly buttons <laughs> on stage in real time like it was really funny to see leanne somebody we know right go under, take part in the show yeah and then kind of come back saying hey and i kind of remember no, everything yeah. yeah but i really had no control right and i remember what was going on and it was really interesting because this show like i said lasted two hours maybe two and a half right. hours and there was so much going on and we're like there's no way they're right. just playing along with this right like, they were she was out slouched out in a chair like for an hour I mean even right. after the show she was tired because you know she's not an actress you no, know that she hadn't yeah, been 100%. pre-told what was going to be the right. scenarios yeah. and things like that and the other friend Marty I should mention is like there's points where they like test them to see how they're doing if they're still in, you know out and under right and so and so they'll kind of ask them to do stuff and see where they're at with stuff and so Marty like midway through the show had got sent back to his seat so it ended up being just Leanne and two other guys and and it was hilarious. Yeah. It was uh, something to see. Again, went into it skeptical. Right. And now I'm like, what the hell? This stuff has right. to work. It's pretty crazy. Yeah, so because I'd if you go into it and you don't know, mm-hmm. like I know me personally, I, I would be skeptical going, yeah. nah, you can't yeah. be hypnotized because mm-hmm. I've never personally been hypnotized or known anybody that's went through hypnosis. Yeah, right. But now you know that somebody personally that you know got hypnotized and fully f- was under the state of hypnosis and fell for whatever that they had to say that's crazy i mean it was it was not only crazy but it was funny some of the comedy aspects they put into it and i mean they had a guy who was full-on out and they asked him his friends what he did for a living and they're like 
oh, he's a real estate agent, right? And so they ended up having him act out this play that he was this world-renowned country singer, (laughs) you know, and he was going to pick a song from the crowd. And so they start asking, hey, name name a position here in Las Vegas that somebody would work in. And so they're like, a casino dealer, right? And he's like, okay, a pit boss. Okay, okay. And then they're like, name the name of the song. And so he's like, chips on the floor. Out of the blue, this guy, he has him wake up and he starts singing like a full on Garth Brooks country singer. This dude had <laughs> sang, it was, he was waiting for this moment his whole life. It was freaking hilarious. He was good. Everybody in the crowd was screaming like it was fun, babe. Hopefully his friends recorded it oh, for him. Oh, hell yeah. Like they were know. on it. Yeah, it was freaking <laughs> awesome. A really good show. Check it out. Not expensive tickets. High prov over at Harris. Yeah, pretty good cool. Good review. Another part that was really really cool is while working in town we were able to work in part with the Raiders summer school program they had going on and a couple of neat things I noticed they did for the kids that high school kids is and not only did they get backpacks and equipment hats shirts all kinds of lunches from the Allegiant chefs there and they ended up giving them these laptops right to keep for their next school years as they go back and all they had to do was complete this program and it was really cool to see the Raiders organization providing this unique experience for kids yeah right and so not only that as we were helping out and you know volunteering to show them what some stuff we were doing around town for the app and stuff we ended up getting a private tour of the whole facility of the stadium we ended up going into the locker rooms and the Raiderettes area and just it was really freaking cool you said the facilities are just there is so much stuff that people impressive. don't know about this yeah, place. Yeah, and just yeah. impressive. The upgrades, the additions, yeah. right? The suites that they just put in. I mean, there's just so much going on at this place. And there's going to be some interesting stuff we'll talk about. But but shout out to the Raiders for taking that initiative to try to give back to their community. They did say this is the first year of them doing it. Yeah. And they didn't have a whole lot of um, notices going yes. out. like, And so they know next year they're going to try to do more to get even more yeah. kids involved. Yeah. So shout out to them to, for taking the steps because that's important to build those relationships and really give back to Las Vegas and the kids of Las Vegas yeah. to keep them educationally motivated. One thing I saw really cool throughout the stadium that was just added, I shared a couple things this week on social media about, you know, they added all these drink chillers wherever you're at that, in the yeah. stadiums, you can put your beer or drink in there and it'll keep your cup cold, right? Yeah. And they also added in these little stores and stuff where so you can just scan and go. It's amazing what technology can do today. Right. You know what I mean? And so one thing I found even more nuts is that they're just nonstop doing things that people don't know about, right? right? And they have all these little features that people, again, aren't aware of, like these nook rooms and sensory overload rooms, yes. like where people go in and it's too loud out there. So they have they too much from the flashing or do lights. Whatever. Yeah. yeah. So if the, they can go in these private rooms for 10 minutes and just get away from it and calm down, get themselves right to the ready to go again. If women have to breastfeed, they mm-hmm. have little private nooks yeah. and rooms where these ladies can go and breastfeed their Which child. is really nice that they're taking such yeah. active steps to be proactive and instead of some places that aren't really worried about that, they're just worried about the dollar. Let me tell you the most interesting part I left with this whole meeting, right? So they tell you about different things that people can bring into the stadium. Now, mind you, stadiums are pretty strict, right? You have to have a clear backpack, all these rules. Right. One thing I found really cool is for service animals, right? So when you're thinking about service animals and animals that people could bring with them to not only a casino, but inside a stadium, what would you think? I would just 
think of any type of dog. Right. Right. Okay. Yeah. So, and I'll include you, the <laughs> listeners, on this one. I want you guys to guess on what the other kind of service animal somebody <laughs> would be able to bring in. And I guarantee you, you're not going to be able to get this off your top guess because it's just the most interesting right. animal you can think of. I know it because you I know read it. about yes, I, it. That's right. But that's why I didn't say it. Right. Because it's really off the wall. So go ahead. Tell them what the <laughs> other kind of service animal is that you can bring in. I'm pretty sure what I read was the miniature horse. Yes, a correct? mini horse. That's exactly yes. right. So there's an actual I read area. the article yeah. and going, on God's green earth would bring a mini horse with them wherever they go. I mean, there's first actually, of all, you have to there's, have there's a actually, car that can do that. There's actually a guest that has a no, mini I know, horse. Yeah. yeah, he's a service animal yeah. for him and he gets to bring him. There's a little section in the stadium. <laughs> he gets to hang out. Yeah. Just again, another interesting right. one. So you know the segways that people ride around town. Oh, yes. Right? So there's actually segways. And so for people who have ADA disabilities, right, wheelchair folks or people who just, you know, have one bad leg, whatever, they have these ADA segways for folks. There's a gentleman that rides a segway everywhere in town. He goes, he's a season ticket holder and he, you know, brings a segway to mm-hmm. every Raiders game. Well, in the beginning, the Raiders organization couldn't allow him to bring in his Segway because if he ran somebody over, it'd be a liability right. insurance type thing, right? So what they did instead is they did a different workaround. Allegiant Stadium went and bought five different Segways to have around the stadium, and they've actually have different parts of the stadium where these Segways are organized for people to actually use these if they have to use these. And this gentleman who rides his Segway everywhere he goes comes in, has his own Segway he can use there, has his own season ticket spot, so he goes straight to his spot every game. And these are just some of the cool things that Allegiant's doing with people that and Allegiant's covering their end because they're their Segways that have been it's a win-win. there are segways that have been checked out, their mm-hmm. maintenance, you yeah. know, been yeah. maintained, so they have better liability insurance and can you on imagine them because they're for that guest who's riding up, hops off yes. his, jumps on another one, and just <laughs> like that's convenient. Right. That's pretty freaking cool. And on a side note, anybody who really wants to see Allegiant but not necessarily see an NFL game, we learned earlier in the year UNLV will be playing their games at yes, Allegiant, and that's, that's a exactly, cheap yeah, way to go see yeah. Allegiant Stadium. 100%, yeah, 100%, yeah, good call. So look up UNLV and, you know, you can go see the stadium and enjoy a very cheap game. So let's get on a different rant and talk a little bit about how great the Las Vegas weather has been. It has been freaking hot, right? <laughs> One day it was 116 while I was out there and raining. Yeah. Yeah. It's just weird. I'm, I'm running around town. I'm sweating, driving from location to location. This with whole AC. summer across the country kind of has been crazy. Yes. Crazy and weather. It, it was just nuts because I'm in Henderson and it starts hailing on me. I'm right. like, what the hell? And it mm-hmm. felt great. Right. So here I am driving <laughs> around wet to the different part of town. Yeah. And then people are like, where did you just come right. from? Or remember recently we were at Red Rock. We were at Red Rock and it was. It just started coming down. Oh, it was pouring buckets. Yeah. But. It didn't rain on the strip. Downtown yeah, or the strip. Yeah, yeah. That was super crazy. crazy. Yeah, all that's just Vegas weather. It's yeah. called that monsoon season for sure. It's cra- pretty crazy to witness. <laughs> so let's talk about Cheap Eats downtown at the Container Park that I talked about recently. Uh, actually, I just released a video on YouTube about it. It's that bucket list place downtown. Yep. We actually and we took visited. the kiddos. Yes, we took we the kiddos to eat. So. This place, wings six for six dollars, burgers for as low as five dollars, hot dogs with all kinds of toppings on them for like seven bucks. They have all kinds of these little mini donuts. Mini donuts. They're a dollar each. Fresh. Uh-huh. Yeah. I mean, this place was awesome. 
So this place is right again to the left-hand side as soon as you walk in a container park right behind the mantis, right? That's the big fire-breathing praying mantis. Yep. What did you think of the food when we went? <laughs> it was really good. I had a hot dog. Um, Little Jack's had, you know, nuggets and fries. Jell's had a burger. And then, of course, we got mini donuts for dessert. Yeah, we even got, like, chili tots. We got all kinds of stuff. Yeah, it was really good. I had went prior, tried some of their burgers and stuff. It was really good, but cheap, super cheap. Yeah. We're not going to find stuff like this and. What's unique about the Container Park is I learned that if one type of business is doing a certain style of foods, none of the businesses within the Container Park can do that same thing. So oh, okay. each business stands out in its own, right? So right. some will have a barbecue, some will have certain style of foods. But yes, there's there's thrifting in this place. There's all kinds of cheap places, bars and stuff mm -hmm. to check out. But yes, the bucket list Las Vegas surprised me. There's even a YouTube video showing you guys some of the food right now. Yeah, so, and it's good. A cheap place to eat. Yeah. They are a small business. Mm -hmm. Definitely, you know, if you are around that area, give them your time. Yeah, you know, 100 percent. Yeah. Try a donut at least. So let's talk about witnessing what may be the best comedy show I've ever seen in my life. Now, this happened over at the T-Mobile Arena. This was the Burt Kreischer Festival, and now he brought in a bunch of different comedians, and this and this says something about comedians and the way they work together, but basically he brought in a bunch of friends that he's very close to, and they called it a comedy festival, right? So there was different comedians like Louis Black, Ralph Barbosa, Louis J. Gomez, Big J. Okerson, Bruce Bruce, Stavi Baby, Shane Gillis, Tiffany Haddish, actor, right? So a lot of people know her, mm -hmm. but maybe the best four-hour show I've ever seen. Really? It was free freaking awesome this thing was so much fun that everybody left in tears stomachs hurting i mean people were laughing on their way out just because of the some of the jokes that people were making fun of the other person for doing like the comedians just made it flow well it wasn't like oh now it's this guy now no it was just back to back to back nonstop. right it was so good and again you want to talk about your face hurting because you're, you're laughing so much it was one of those things and yeah. it was so much fun the absolute best part, and this says one thing's about, like I said, the comedians and the way they work together. Prior to the festival, Burt Kreischer went over to Rio to check out one of these smaller guys who's just came into town from Hungary, right? And Or Norway. It was Norway. And so he just comes in from Norway. He barely started his comedy career, but he was killing it. He had hilarious jokes, right? So this guy had only performed in maybe in front of 100 people at the most, right? Yeah. He's over at Rio. So Burt goes to his show. The guy kills Burt brings him to the concert, right? <laughs> Festival. This guy is performing in front of, you know, yeah. easily 10,000 people, right? And so the guy, the first thing they do when he gets on stage, turn the lights on. And you see his face like, oh, shit, right? It was so... And as soon as the whole arena saw his reaction, like, we got loud, right? And so, yeah. like, he's nervous, right? And so you could tell just by his delivery in the beginning, he's nervous. And I'm going to share some of this audio on the Patreon side because this is probably one of the funniest jokes I've ever heard in my life. And he's got this heavy accent and he keeps talking about how God hates him. And he's giving him this heavy accent and people think he's weird, right? And they think he has autism because he talks the way he talks, right? And so he's like... You know, and it's bad enough that I have to have this, I have this hole in my chest, right? I have this concave hole in my chest, right? He's like, so that's just another addition that God thought he should add to me, right? And so, like, he's doing all this with the accent. I'm not doing it justice. But basically, the joke that put us over the top was he was talking about how every time he makes love with a woman and it's always great and he, he loves a soft body, right? And he's like, but every time at some point when a woman starts to go down, that 
their boob will fall into his hole, right? And it makes this squishy, squishy sound, and it sounds like he's queefing, and it was fucking hilarious. The place lost their mind, babe. Everybody got so loud. All the other comedians come out clapping. It was just so cool. You can see him, like, he's ready to lose it, right? Like, it was so cool to see, and that's just Burt Kreischer. He brought him on, showed him, hey, this is a community-type thing. Everybody left talking about the guy. It That's was fucking awesome. awesome. Yeah, yep. it was pretty cool. And it's probably an experience of a lifetime for him. A hundred percent. So now we're going to jump right back into food with a quick one because I want to talk about a place that I was surprisingly disappointed in. This place was called Skinny Fats. So for starters, this place is located right next to one of your favorite places, Kelly, Larry Flynn's Hustlers Club. Oh, yeah, you know. (laughs) (laughs) So, but the one thing about this place is I went in, I tried a combo for lunch one day, get out of the heat, right? And I wasn't impressed at all. They had a burger. It was just, you know, just pretty bland. Their fries, they're a healthier fry. So it wasn't like, I don't know. It was weird to me. It didn't taste right. I was like, no, I probably won't be back. If you're on that side of town, why wouldn't you just go to In-N-Out? I should have just went to Larry Flint's. They have food options up top. You know now. what? They got the Marrakesh uh, Kitchen uh-huh. for temporary. In-N-Out has good burgers. <laughs> In-N-Out has good burgers. <laughs> Their fries leave something to be desired. Yeah, those fries but too, yeah. They so. say animal style if you animal style things, yeah. but I'm not an onion girl. Yeah. So... They're grilled onions and they're really good, actually. So, but their burgers really are good. They're way fresher than, say, McDonald's no, or yeah. Wendy's or any of those comparable fast food places. So let's talk about another good spot, Mr. Mama's. This place I had heard about nonstop. This is a breakfast and lunch type place. Mm-hmm. This place had actually been mentioned to me by Ann Spinetti, the owner of Spinetti Gaming, mm-hmm. multiple times. Every time I go to that, uh, every time I go to that Chip and Collector show, yeah, she's there. She's like, "Have you been to Mr. Mama's lately?" <laughs> right? So yeah, she's super awesome, by the way. But yes, I went to this place with our friends Jen and Dave. Yes. We go and try breakfast, and they're like, well, you have to try this place. So I go and meet them. Phenomenal, man. Fresh everything. I did the French toast with strawberries and bananas and whipped cream, bacon and eggs. It was fucking delicious. Yeah, it's one of those spots that, again, off the strip, over on Jones, take the time to go visit this place for breakfast. It's really, really good. And I'm a breakfast girl. I love breakfast. Well, And there's a lot of people that love, like, the Blueberry Hills and the Black Uh Bear Diners, right? right? This place is up there to par with those places. Yeah, 100%. So... This one's fun. So while working around town and taking photos for the Vegas Near Me app, sometimes I get approached by different business owners, right? We mentioned this one on Patreon too. So every now and then somebody will come out, hey, why are you taking pictures of my business? You know, and so I let them know, hey, we're actually including you in the app and show them what we're doing. And they're like, oh, this is really cool. Like one time it was actually a barber who ran out. He's like, and by the way, yeah, for the listeners, Julian is really nice now. If this would have happened like 10 years ago, he would have been like, what the fuck's your problem? Well, don't, why are you talking to me like that? Am I wrong? No. 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 He has, (laughs) he has changed his whole mentality and really kills you with kindness now, which is not, was not him when I met him. Yeah, no, every, every once in a while, like I said, the barber, he kind of ran out one time, like, hey, why are you taking pictures of my business? And I showed him, and he's like, oh, dude, now I feel like an asshole. I'm like, no, no, it's cool. He's like, can I give you a haircut? I'm like, no, I'm good, dude. Like, I'm working, I'm good. Like, But that's happened again. I was next door to one of your favorite places. Yeah. I'm just kidding, the green door. So And the, he is kidding. The green door, actually, guys, this is a real popular swingers club, right? It's known in Vegas. People know that this place, but and it's not in the best area it's not in the that's what i was just gonna yes, say it's, it's not in the best area the complex all, right. itself is kind of run down yeah. kind of questionable when you're driving around in yeah. it and we were driving around in the day in the day yes you know so I, I can't even imagine 
at night, you know, but, but the place Me. you're talking about, you know, like you went to go take a picture cause it intrigued you. What was the name of the business? Lady Brandy's place. Yes. Now, it said it had shows on the weekend. Right. And so I'm like shows on the weekend and it said hip hop, R and B blues. Right. And I'm like, well, this sounds kind of interesting. Right. So the, as I'm looking at the window, here comes the owner. Hey, why are you taking pictures of me? And I told him, hey, this is what I'm doing. I'm actually working with this app. We're including you guys. And so once I showed him everything, he's like, dude, this is really cool. So I started asking him about the shows, right? I want to know more about your shows. And he's like, really? I go, yeah, I didn't know anything that you guys had shows out here or anything like that. And he's like, well, come to the back. Let me show you everything. And so he takes me to the back, shows me like the whole showroom and everything they have going on. And he's like, we host shows on Fridays and Saturday nights. You're more than welcome to come check it out. I'm like, all right, perfect. I'll be back, right? So leaving there, going to go get some more work done. So I ended up going back and showing up early one of these nights. While I got there early, I decided to check out another place on the opposite side of the green door called Badland Saloon, right? Badland Saloon to me sounded like a bar. I didn't look it up beforehand. I was like, it sounds like saloon bar. So I'm going in. So I was about an hour early. I walk into this place. And as soon as I walk in, I hear free jello shots, everybody (laughs) jello shots. And I'm like, what the hell, right? Then I noticed towards the back, there's all these different lights going on. There's people dancing and there's like a show going on back there. So I make my way over towards the back and I realized this show is called The Neon Rabbit. This was basically a show ran by drag queens. So there was like 20 different drag queens all throughout this bar performing at different times and then one of the last songs they all performed together, right? So like they're dancing in sequence. It was really cool. The music was fucking awesome. Everybody was having a great time. They had all these raffles going on. That's when I found out I was inside of a gay bar. I didn't give a (laughs) shit, right? I didn't care. I was having fun too. I had spent like 45 minutes there before the show ended up hanging out because they just had such Too much fun because they had such good music the yeah. bartenders were cool as shit like they kept trying to give me jello shots and i'm like <laughs> no i'm good i talked to another guy i was like hey dude do you come here often he's like yeah every week and they got shows here this is happening all the time and so like this is one of the main headquarters for the lgbtq so they meet up there they have these shows and people go nuts it was a whole business having a meeting uh, an event there that yeah. night so it was really cool cool to see this business like everybody was into it and then right. there was a couple of guys just like outside smoking right and so but it was it was a freaking blast yeah and that again, sounds yeah, cool the yeah the atmosphere the music everything was awesome about it everybody yeah. having a good time yeah and that's like not the first time i've walked into a gay bar remember yeah. the phoenix yep. yes yeah, like, <laughs> kind of the same thing so it is what it is and i love that I and that love place finding, was awesome too you know, we really enjoyed that we tried mm-hmm. food right we, we they had love great that artwork they yeah. had great great yeah. wall paintings it was awesome so yes i definitely want to take you back to that place we have to check that place yeah, out that would together. Be fun. Yeah. So now it was time for the main reason I was there. I went over to the blues show over at Lady Brandy's place. Now this was a mixture of rhythm and blues, soul, right? And the band and the sound of, you know, Lady Brandy, just really good southern soul music right Right. just really really good stuff she's been singing around town for a long time this show is like an interactive type show so she'll like bullshit with the crowd and make fun of you right and make fun of the band and everything going on but it was just then that she decides to tell people a little about her background and story well then she lets you know that she's actually had a son with al green al green is somebody who's big into the funk oldies you know all that kind of music genres very well-known legend right so she starts talking about the son and how he's working there, right? And then she starts singing some of his songs. And you want to talk about giving you chills, right? It was freaking cool. She's in tears and everything. It was pretty awesome. Right then and there, the guy who invited me, Mike, who had already who had already told me, hey, you can record, no problem, right? He comes over and he's like, hey, you might want to put your phone down for this next part. And he kind of laughs and walks away. <laughs> and I'm thinking to myself, what the hell, right? 
And so just then, she starts with this new song called Sexy Man. She comes up and starts singing to me, brings me up on the dance floor, which I am not the biggest dancer. And she was trying to throw it back on me, right? And I'm like, wait, what's happening right now? So, and Kelly, don't get jealous. Oh, you know. But towards the end of the song, she sings smack it and looks at me dead in the face and sticks her ass out, right? And her husband's on stage, right? And I'm like looking at her. She's looking at me. I look at her husband. Her husband's like, boy, you heard her smack it. So I smack it. As soon as I smack it, the music stops. The trumpet goes round, right? The guy looks at me and he's like, security, right? Babe, it was the funniest shit. Everybody in the place lost it, right? And she looks over at me and she's like, you don't know what you were getting yourself into, right? Gives me a kiss on the cheek. It was just a fun night. Fun atmosphere, yeah. great music, and just a good time. They yeah. eat drinks. They have little snacks and stuff. You can. I mean, this is, it was super cool. Right. And I'm glad I stumbled upon this guy. Yeah. And they were super. So yet another place. Yeah. Another diamond in the rough yeah. there's so many things to do in vegas 100%. but there's these little gyms that nobody knows about that can be just as much fun and not nearly as chaotic no you're absolutely right i mean it was a good time they yeah. even invited us back to do like live podcasts yeah. and record there if we want to do them in the future which i thought was pretty cool it just goes back to what we talk about all the time never be afraid to shake a hand you never know who right. you're gonna run into yeah that was super fun and that's something about you is you are never afraid to go venture and do something no. Oh, hell, new. No. hell no. You are never afraid to go into an unknown business, an unknown eatery, yeah. and try it. Yeah. Well, remember, you, you sent know? me to a place in North Las Vegas. You, you saw a Facebook post while yeah. I was working, and you're like, hey, this place is called Scoundrels. And I'm like, ooh, that looks good. I'm going there now. <laughs> yeah. So I ended up in North Las Vegas after being in Boulder, right? So it is what it is. Like, I will not be afraid to try anything. Yeah. So let's talk about one of my favorite quotes of this trip. While walking through Fremont Casino, one of this guy that was walking with this group of friends, he turns over to his buddy and he's like bro that was like the best hundred bucks of your money i've ever spent like it was fucking hilarious man everybody was laughing security looked back because we started laughing so loud i was laughing they were laughing i was it was hilarious i had never fucking heard that one that, was that is classic. a good one sounds something like my kids would say <laughs> mom it was the best money of yours that i've ever yeah, 100%, spent <laughs> right? so while in town I'm going to give you guys just a rundown of five different steaks under 20 bucks that you can try in Las Vegas. There's a whole video I have I'm putting together of this stuff. And again, there's a lot going on between social media videos, doing this <laughs> podcast, Patreon, right? There's always something and going Julian on. And Julian visited these places all within like two days. Two days, yeah. It was back to back because I thought I was coming <laughs> home one day, right? And so I'm like, oh, I got a couple extra days. But no, literally back to back. I hit three in one day to the next one. But so let's start with number five being the worst. And this is going to be, again, in particular order of the steak itself, not the sides, but I am going to let you know what you get for your buck when it comes to the sides. But at number five, with number one being the best, number five is going to be Longhorn Casino. They have a special 16-ounce porterhouse for $13.99. They also have another one that's a 12-ounce ribeye with teriyaki and pineapple on top for $15.99. Both come with sides of cold vegetables <laughs> these vegetables were not cooked uh, i mean they were super raw and cold so that made it worse the mash was like out of a packet the gravy was out of a packet it was nothing special right both of these plates were a disappointment the porterhouse steak that's 13.99 that they advertise on the front of the casino inside of the chuck wagon was so dry that i could barely chew it 
I tried to put A1 sauce on it. It still uh, felt like it made it worse at some point. The teriyaki flavored steak that had the pineapples on it was so burnt that the teriyaki flavor couldn't even cover up the burntness. So again, there was no passion put into these meals. There was no, you know, desire to make any of this worthy. And right. to start it off, when I told the server I'm here for the $13.99 steak special, he said, Ugh. So when the server's saying that, that kind of lets you know. So now when he said that, I was like, well, what do you recommend? Do I try the other one? He's like, yeah, that's a better cut of a steak. You know, the other one's kind of, you know, we do mass produce, so we just chop them up. He's like, but the other one's probably neither one were great. So, no. yeah. So number four on the list is going to be Tony Roma's downtown. They advertise an eleven ninety nine steak special and lobster, right? Now, this has been my first time ever trying this place. The first thing I noticed when the plate got sat down, canned v- mixed vegetables. I'm like, God damn, here we go again, right? <laughs> so the baked potato it came with, it came with like a six-ounce little steak paired with the one-ounce, two-ounce piece of lobster. And the lobster I didn't really care for. I didn't eat it. This place was packed, though. And what I noticed about what they're doing is this special is not a menu item. This is something that the server's just kind of, hey, this is the house special. This is what we're running. Right. So you won't find this on the menu. And somebody and it's only like posted. for two hours. Yeah, right. And somebody jokingly posted the other day, remember, you're like, uh, if you're going to go have water, because if you order yes. soda, it's like half the price of the steak. It was four bucks right. or something. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, yeah. So number four on the list is going to be Tony Roma's. It was a better steak, definitely, than what I got over at Longhorn, <laughs> but not better than number three. So let's jump into number three. Number three is going to be, special I went and tried at this place was going to be the 16-ounce New York steak for eighteen ninety nine breakfast. This place had a fat juicy steak right it was it lacked in seasoning came with hash browns eggs had toast and the coronado cafe has a bunch of servers and always has a line of people waiting at this place so if you're gonna go to this place you need to get there early anticipate a line because there's always people trying to get in the spot but the food was really good again number three on the list because it was better than the first two places and it was a fat whole juicy steak which was really nice number two is gonna be the village pub over at alice island if you've been listening to the show you know that i visit this place often everyone knows about the 1599 steak special then you play five bucks in the casino you get two dollars off your meal but now they've added a new steak special a new york steak special where no coupon is needed for this and it runs for 9.99 the hours you can take advantage of this deal are monday through friday the times are weird listen well 11 p.m to 11 a.m weekends 11 p.m. to 2 p.m. The steak was perfect than all the other steaks prior. Now, if you visit this place before, you already know you can expect quality at Alice Island. This is not going to be some of their cheap steaks that they put those little round sirloin steaks for their steak special. This this is an actual New York steak. So that was really good. And again, to come with eggs, toast, and, you know, for 10 bucks plus the potatoes, like that was pretty good. I walked out spending under 20 bucks with tip included yeah that's so a great that's 9.99 for a new york steak special over at the village pub hard to beat but what comes in at number one that's gonna be jackson's bar and grill located about 10 minutes from the strip on flamingo this place has 24 7 this special runs 20 dollars, 16 ounce prime rib i've had this deal probably six seven different times now between breakfast and lunch and you showed me a picture. That steak takes up like the whole plate. It, I it have is that giant. Here my, that's so funny you're saying that. I have that here <laughs> in the notes. The steak takes up half of the plate. Yeah, it is giant. The recent order I got came with veggies and then, yeah, perfectly to line up with that, I did french fries. <laughs> this whole plate was packed. Yeah. The vegetables, perfectly sautéed. Seasoned. The steak, money. The steak was just perfect. It's fat, seasoned perfectly. This place 
pays attention to detail. I actually stopped the chef in the video yeah. while I was recording to tell him, hey, I visited five steak places <laughs> this week, dude. Yours is number yeah. one. He's like, are you fucking serious? I go, dude, I swear to God, like, I'm not blowing smoke up your ass. Coming from a former chef right. who's looking for attention to detail, <laughs> this was it, dude. You put it over the top. He's like, I'm honored, bro. I said, listen, I come here a lot. I have friends that recommend this place. He's like, you know what's funny is we're not considered an eatery. We're a bar, right? Yeah. We're a bar. He's like, we just recently became and grill. He's yeah. like, so now we're starting to get known. So I appreciate you. It's funny because I was showing our almost 19 year old Keanu, who's yeah. a football player, the picture of the picture of the steak and a, the steak and fries. And he was like, oh, my mouth is watering. Man, like I need one of those steaks. I've had this thing <laughs> with baked potato, mashed yeah. potatoes, onion rings. I mean, every <laughs> option they've had. I've never, ever but been But the steak's always been yeah. great. Yeah. yeah. There yeah. was one time where part of it was burnt and it yeah. was the fat part. I cut that off. I was fine. Right. I, I still had a whole freaking, you know, right. 14 ounces yeah. to go. So that was not an issue. <laughs> this place does not disappoint, guys. Check it out. Again, it's not going to be a huge casino property. This is just a little spot off of Flamingo. You will not leave hungry. No, hell no. I love this spot. Again, 24 7. It's available. Nice. So let's talk about something that's pretty interesting that happened recently. I got my first ever hand pay. <laughs> yeah, that was that was crazy. About this is, I, it, I think it's even crazier the way the story lined up, right? Because earlier in the night, I was talking to you on the phone while I was walking through Fremont, advertising with the backpack, right? Hey, Vegas near me, right? So, but right in front of the we all scream while I was on the phone with you, I watched a guy pull his phone out of his back pocket, and he was talking to a girl, right? But I watched. 220s hit the floor. Right. And I'm like, yo, bro, you just dropped some money, man. And he's like, oh, dude, you're clutch. Thank you. Right. And the lady's like, thank you. And you said something right then and there. You remember what you said? Yeah, I said, that's good karma, babe. I said, it's very good karma. You, you, no, that's not what you what said. What did you I say? Like, yeah, that's good karma. You're going to win a jackpot. Right. And I'm like, yeah, bullshit, whatever. Me win a jackpot. Right. So, well, that's every time. <laughs> yeah. So later on that night, I went and had a soda at the Sand Dollar, validated my parking. Then when leaving... You can't resist those piggies, I huh? I sure can't. Nope. <laughs> I did exactly what you're not supposed to do, what everybody tells you about superstitions. What's the bad dollar note you're not supposed to have in Vegas? $50 bill, baby. Get them 50s out of there. Okay. I threw a $50 bill oh. in the slot machine because that's what I had on me. It's like asking to lose. I know. I know. You're right. <laughs> it is superstition. Though. I was asking for it. Now, and this is my favorite game, Rich Little Piggies, right? Three spins later, right? 75 cent bet. I hit all three coins for the bonus games for 11 games. Yeah. Now I'm sitting there and I'm getting, I'm the video, and 11 games is not that much. No, no, it's, it's not. not. I've gotten it up to 42. Yeah. It's the most I've ever, I know Vegas Matt has gotten up to 70. Right? Oh my like, goodness. That's crazy. I've and never the way seen that he many. Plays, yeah. Can you could imagine? Yeah. Right. So what was funny is three spins later, I proceeded to hit the bonus. By the way, this video is already up on YouTube as well. You can check out this video right now. On the very last spin, spin number 11, I hit the sixth red coin for the grand. Yeah. And walked out $1,900 richer. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't believe it finally happened, right? How many times do I tell you, oh, one of these days it's going to happen was, to it me, And it was right? awesome because it was like three in the morning, right? Yeah, so this is... <laughs> it was better yeah. yet that you recorded it because at three in the morning, not all the time, you're, you know, you're like, I'm tired, whatever. I'm just going to do this bonus. It's probably not going to be a great one. Only 11 spins, but you recorded it. So that was awesome to see it recorded. So it's funny because you're mentioning it's three in the morning, but let's talk about some interesting stories that happen while you're waiting to get your hand pay. <laughs> 
So to be clear, it took about 45 minutes because the lady who was working the slot floor, she was out doing the tallying of the machines, right? Yeah. So she, there's the people collecting the boxes, the casino or security people. And then there's her over there doing the machines, tallying right. up all the bonuses and stuff and all the different slot machines. So I'm waiting. I eventually, the first thing I remember is I had to pee already, right? <laughs> so I'm looking for security. I'm not finding anybody. It's three. There's not a right. lot of people around, right? So, but while waiting, I noticed everybody wants to be your friend. Like the guy who has a bonus on his slot machine that he just finished playing out but doesn't have any more money left to play with and the bonus is getting ready to hit right yeah. now, right? I'm like, okay, scammer number one, right? That was in the first 10 minutes. And like I said, it was at this moment I needed to pee and talk about an instance where you can't leave the damn machine. So there was nobody to be found. And it's a recipe for disaster, but to make it worse, I hear the guys on the other machine on the other side of me. They had just finished losing $100 together, right? And so they're they're pissed. They're like, and these guys who were playing together, I can hear them talking in Spanish like, seriously, we just lost $100 that quick, right? And they're playing the sumo kitty that's over on the other oh, side, yes. right? Uh-huh. And I can hear sumo kitty going off, but they're not having anything land. So one of the guys is like, I need to go to the restroom, right? I'm like, son of a bitch, right? So he takes off, he comes back and goes to the restroom and he asks his friend like, hey, do you have to go to the restroom? That Right then and there, I hear his friend in Spanish say, oh, I've already went, I'm good. <laughs> He's like, I'm not moving from this machine. Like he was on it, right? And so I'm borderline ready to ask him, hey, can you just watch this yeah. for a second? No, I'm not doing it. Right. But finally, I'm starting to get to the point where I'm dozing off, right? And I'm like, fuck, who wakes me up? A security officer. He's like, hey, bro, I, I can't have you sleeping. I'm like, dude, I've been waiting for somebody for like, let me check my watch. 45 minutes at this point. I'm waiting to get paid out. I have a hand. He's like, oh, shit. So he went and grabbed somebody for me, let the lady know. But yeah, I had the guy who had a slot machine ready to pay out the bonus. And I had these guys over there, one who's almost pissing himself. Yeah, it was hilarious. I'm like, wow. And in one minute, right? Like, I mean, just, yeah. and on top of the guy who had the machine, there was another guy like, dude, congratulations. And it's funny because our next trip a couple of weeks later that same dude was there playing the piggy slot machine he's like hey you're the guy that hit the grand that last time I'm like yeah that's right no that's funny but yeah literally i've never had to pee so bad in my life and that brings me back to the one story we had in laughlin remember oh we yes. had to pee at the craps table yes yeah, those are the worst moments you hit the small tall and all and ran yeah yeah oh yeah <laughs> he ran fast yeah so one thing i want to mention is a couple different videos that have also been out on the youtube channel which is the tipping a hundred dollar for coffee at the starburst parlor because of a certain influencer and even going degen mode and gambling at the 7-eleven convenience store and winning money at 3 a.m i don't know what it is but i seem to like to gamble at 3 a.m <laughs> so again you could check out both of those because you're up at 3 a.m yeah yeah i know <laughs> so one thing i'll leave you with when it comes to restaurants is i did just visit the two newest sports kitchens flavor town by guy fury and flanker kitchen over at mandalay yeah. Bay. i'm gonna tell you guys i am putting a video together of these two verses right which one's better uh, I will tell you guys right off the bat, I thought Flanker was the better of the two. The food was a lot better. Uh, the pricing was about the same across mm -hmm. the board. The things you can do at Flanker versus Guy Fieri's Flavortown, a lot more to do. Uh, location, again, this is towards the southern end of the strip, right? So you're going to have more towards Allegiant Stadium foot traffic. People who come from those Allegiant Stadium games right. and hit that place are in for a good time. Right. I had phenomenal food service. The manager was cool as shit. He saw me making a video, and of course, he had questions about right. what I was doing. Ended up bringing, you know, different appetizers and try our mojitos and all this. Right. And the same thing happened over at Guy Fieri's Flavor Town. Like the bartender realized I was doing a video, so she wanted to try have me try some drinks, and these are our specialties. Again, 
again, with both of these places being new sports kitchens in Vegas, I thought I'd put them up against each other. And this is probably going to be the main reason that Flanker won over Guy Fieri is because at Guy Fieri, I tried what was called the do not try this at home, which, you know, <laughs> that pretty much says it enough in itself. But it was something really different. I want you to pickle. Pickle? Want you you to, want a pickle? No, I want you to picture. <laughs> I want you to picture a hamburger. And maybe some of you folks have seen this because there's ballparks that do this. I want you to picture a hamburger. And maybe some of you folks can picture this already because there's are like the Cubs Wrigley Field. They do a burger like this where it's donut split and then the burger in the middle with cheese. So like a cheeseburger on a donut, right? What they did is took it to a whole nother level. They did the cheeseburger on the donut and then what they did is battered it again and deep fried the whole thing, right? It's a lot going on in one burger. There's a lot going on in one burger, but where are you ever going to have the opportunity to try something like this affair, right? So I'm like, all right, well, let's try this out. Now, mind you, at Flanker, I had a phenomenal burger. Bacon jam, everything fucking bomb. I go into this thing thinking, hey, you know, I don't have high expectations. It's going to be sweet. It's got an outside coating, a bunch of icing, everything, right? This it's, It's done up. I got pictures and stuff coming very soon. The downfall of this thing is because it was deep fried, it literally cooked all of the flavor out of the meat. Yeah, uh, yeah. So there's a part where it's kind of donut hold in the middle and the oil can cook through. Yeah. That part right there, all that meat is dry and burnt, right, from the oil. So as you start to make your way into the meat, there's no real flavor. You're getting more sweet from the actual donut. Right. Yeah, so, but for the most part, it was very unique, not something I've ever seen done or right. offered, right? And being that it's a Guy Fieri product, which I already had tried his chicken sandwich, which was disappointing. So I thought, you know, why not try this? But again, which one had the better service? I'm going to go with Flanker because I ended up sitting at the bar. The right. bar was only the, the only thing available over at Flavortown. And at Flanker, it was kind of just all open wherever you wanted to go, open seating type of thing. And Again, private rooms, back rooms. They have a private karaoke room. And there was just a lot going on at Flanker that Flavortown was just kind of an eatery. Right. Now, I have a question. Do you think if you tried a comparable burger to Flanker that maybe it would have been? I think so. Even some of the my friends' videos where I've seen some of the things they tried, it did look pretty good. Um, I did try an appetizer and burger from both places, try to compare mojitos and a side of each one. So I did have four things at each, but I think if I would have had a better burger, it would have probably left a better impression. Right. Yeah, 100%. That's what I'm thinking. So maybe second, second time will be a better charm. No, maybe. 100%. Yeah. And being that it was pretty cool. One thing that stood out to me at Flavortown, and I don't want this to come off as I'm shitting on Flavortown. Yeah. One thing I thought was pretty cool is Flavortown's TVs, right? Every Both of these places have TVs everywhere. Flavortown's TV, one is on sports and stuff going on, and then the other one is always on something with Guy Fieri, whether it's Triple D, oh, whether it's he's the in all those Network. Shows. Yeah. yeah, it's always something him yeah. cooking and something involved with him, which is pretty cool. So yeah. you can actually sit and watch TV if right. you're not going to want to watch sports, but why you would go to a sports a, kitchen. Well, a lot of people are Guy Fieri fans, 100%, but not 100%. necessarily sports yeah. fans. But so. if you're going to that kind of concept, you're expecting a sports Not a lot of women, though. A lot of women watch those shows and they truly enjoy Guy Fieri. Fieri, but they're not necessarily sports people. And if you're going with your family, heck yeah, I want to go see Guy Fieri, go to a Guy Fieri location, but not necessarily see sports all the time. If you're a woman, not me, because I'll watch anything, but <laughs> says the sports better. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, yeah. I am, I am the, the abnormal. <laughs> Speaking of sports, Betty, we got a great, got a great story we got to mention. What? 
<laughs> and I'd love for you to include your story about your Park MGM sports bet. Ah, <laughs> oh, shit. Yes, this was great. This was great. So we we went to a few of the Vegas vacation yes. events, yeah, that's right, right? Um, that were in town that 360 hosted. And one of them was at BrewDog. And so we get to BrewDog and we go upstairs and I am looking at... Mind you, we're just walking in the door. Well, we had gotten there. We'd yeah, gotten there. Minutes, we had gotten there. And we were waiting on people mm-hmm. to get there, right? Yeah. And in the meantime, I was looking at my phone and I, I noticed the Vegas Aces yeah. game was starting. We got there at six and the game was at seven. Yeah. And then I was just like, man. And I hadn't put and I hadn't put any money on my online app through William Hill because we were at the plaza, right? And I'm like, shit, I really want to bet on this game. And so I'm looking around and we were still waiting for people to get there. We were right, the first yeah. ones there. And so I, I told Julian, I'm like, Planet Hollywood is straight down or I can cross the street and go to Park MGM, but I want to bet on this game. And he's like, are you serious? And I said, yeah, I'll be right back. And, and so he's like, probably go to Park MGM because you can cross. And it was the cross over one. walkway. Yeah. It was the over one. Mm-hmm. And so I walk over there. And so I walk over and I find their sports book. I already have a card number, apparently, but I, they showed me how to download the app and everything. And I put money on the app so I can just go walk back, you know, and be a brew dog in case I want to bet the second half. Right. And I go to I go to bet the game. And mind you, this is Monday night. And I go to bet the game and I'm, I'm scrolling through the app and I'm like, why can I only find Tuesday? And I thought, I'm like, son of a bitch. So I check my ESPN app. Sure as shit, there were no WNBA games on Monday. That's why the very next date that I pushed for winner of the games said Tuesday. <laughs> so I walk back and Julian, Julian's like, do you get your day game bet? And I'm all... <laughs> Come on, the game is tomorrow. <laughs> and he's like, what? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, apparently on my ESPN app, I pushed the next day, but since there was no games at all, the next date on there was Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, that was he, hilarious, yeah. He was in tears. He goes, oh, we have to talk about this. It was this. so funny because you like, were so you know, adamant about leaving and yes. getting this bet in. I got to go, I got to go. I'm I like, go. it's really not that funny. I said, I was there anyway, so I just went ahead and bet the rest of the baseball games. <laughs> <laughs> so whatever, whatever. Win-win. <laughs> So as I'm coming home from the first trip, I'm driving into California. I'm now by the house. I'm probably 15 minutes away. I'm just exiting the freeway. I get some gas. And it's late. It's late. It's like 3 o'clock. Yeah. Yeah. And so I get some gas and I notice sheriffs across the way, right? Mm -hmm. I think nothing of it. I go get a couple more drinks, go fill up, jump back in the car, pull up to the light, getting ready to make the left come turn down the uh, road that leads to the house. As soon as I look down and hit my turn signal, I'm lit up, right? I'm like, oh shit, right? And now I've told you guys before specifically, like it's so hot in Vegas a couple of years ago, I went ahead and tinted my windows, right? Now in California, that's illegal to have tent on the front windows, driver's side and passenger side front windows lower than 20% or no 50% or something like yeah. you're really just not supposed to have it in general right so everybody who does it usually gets pulled over fix it ticket right that's what they noticed on my car mm-hmm. it's nighttime car looks super dark they pulled me over the guy comes up to the car and I ask him hey everything okay he's like yeah you actually got a light out over the license plate and I'm like oh can you show me I go back there it's working so now he's like and also I have the window tent like you can't have a window tent and I'm like oh no I understand I'm totally aware this is the reason I did it like I'm not doing it to be facetious or do it against you guys or try to make you guys catch me obviously you're gonna catch me but the reason I did is we're actually getting ready to transition here within the next couple of months and make the move and so this is the reason they're tinted I, again I'm just getting back in I had all my Vegas 
stuff on and he's like so you work in vegas i'm like yeah i actually work in vegas like okay no problem let me run your stuff i'll be right back comes back five minutes later right so the guy comes back a few minutes later and he's like okay mr romero everything checks out you're good he's like i got a question for you (laughs) i'm like yeah and i thought he's gonna ask me how long it's gonna take me to get this tent removed right and he's like when it comes to the windows don't worry about it he's like i like i see you you know you obviously work in vegas like he's like so what kind of work do you do Like, oh, that's kind of interesting. I do a lot of different stuff. I do YouTube. I do social media. I do a podcast about Vegas. And, you know, I actually am part of an app, and that's what I work with, and that's my job is the app itself. I run around town, update stuff to do, and, you know, it's all free, and it basically tells you where you can find everything to eat, anything to do. It basically tells you anything fun to do or see in town, right? And he's like, dude, me and my wife go to Vegas next month. How can I download this? (laughs) If I can turn it over, I'm like, here, here's a QR code right here. The sheriff downloads the app in real time and is like, thank you, bro. Have a good night you're good to go and just let me go i'm like what the fuck yeah like what are the odds of that like of all people right and it just goes to show like i started showing him more about it right real quick like hey if you want to find something to eat you show this one he's like dude that's dope how do i get this on my phone yeah sure enough he's like i appreciate you you're good to go don't worry about your window tank. that's such a good story yeah, that's pretty cool i'm like vegas vegas near me vegas everybody me loves vegas yeah, i mean no crazy. matter what walk of life no matter what profession everybody really Really loves to go to Vegas we for one reason or another. We talk about it all the time. How people here from California, when we mention Vegas, oh right. yeah, well because oh, it has lovely. so many things to offer. Whether yeah. it's old school performers, new school things. Yeah. I mean, everybody can be connected to something they enjoy. Yeah, you know. No, you're absolutely right. Uh, this has been a really, really fun one. It's going to get even funner when we come back this week because we have a whole nother oh, 11 yes. days. I spent 21 days between yes. this last two trips in Vegas. <laughs> I'm fucking tired, but we had to go right back. We took the kids with us and we did a whole bunch of other Our stuff. Our five-day trip yeah. turned into 11. And this time it wasn't even my with fault. With the kiddos. It was Kelly's with fault the kiddos. and the kids. Yeah, it wasn't me this time, which yeah. I'm so proud to say. <laughs> no, but these kids loved it. We had so much fun. We took them to do so many family oriented yeah which goes to show if if you if you really want to take your kids there's so many things that you can do with your children there that aren't going to scar them for life there's a lot of things to do in vegas with the kids you just have to look yeah we got them to a point where they were burned out and they're like yes we just want to they wanted to stay in the room yeah Yeah, they're like yeah we're gonna take a break was swimming every day was a pool every day was something yeah like it was non-stop again my friends we appreciate you guys hanging out with us this week and we enjoy venturing off and exploring different parts of Vegas to give you guys info about. So I'm looking forward to the next episode as well because there's so much stuff recently that we did that people Had a lot are of probably fun. not going to be aware of. Like nope. Kids Quest and just different stuff that Red Rock offers and some of the special that pizza that was 22 freaking inches. We didn't yep. even talk about that, nope. right? $13. There's next episode. So much stuff. Next episode we'll guys, do that trip. We got a lot of stuff to recap. <laughs> Thank you for hanging out with us. If you're looking for more stuff, definitely check out the YouTube channel, Patreons. You got a new episode and there's going to be another one coming out this week as well. And until the next episode, my friends, cheers. cheers.